Hami Media Group continues to grow to new heights because of our loyal fan base and incredible sponsors. You followed us on our affiliate Hami Media Group channels for all of our awesome shows, including South Park Reviews, NFO Star Wars, and the Academy Star Trek Reviews, The Horror Junkyard, and all of our affiliate programming. We will continue to bring you the best in wrestling, conspiracy, and alternative media. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, subscriptions, sending bits, and promotion of the Hameen Media Group platform. Add Hameen Media Group on your iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube feeds. Thank you to the following sponsors. Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil is the finest artisan Greek olive oil on the market today. It's also the perfect holiday gift. You can make your family's favorite holiday recipe and they'll say it's the best thing they've eaten all year. It's imported. It's ultra premium Greek olive oil and it's available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Again, that's ZordosOliveOil.com. Zordos Olive Oil. Taste the difference for yourself. The Coffee Roasters at TheBroasters.com. The new five-pound bag of Vince Russo Bro Coffee is here. Stock up before the next lockdown, bro. TheBroasters.com is the only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro. Exclusively from TheBroasters.com and RussoBrand.com. Use the official promo code BRO5LB when you place your order and you'll save some money, bro. At Hameen Media Group, we're all about self-improvement. Improve your mind and body with Stevie Richards Fitness. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and take control of your fitness with Stevie's Resistance Band programs. These programs have been set up for every level of fitness. You can also try the brand new Stevie Richards Yoga Program to make sure your flexibility and balance improve so you can feel your best. Visit StevieRichardsFitness.com today and build a better you. ProWrestlingTees.com, the best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers, podcasts, and hosts from the Hami Media Group and Russo brand is to get their official merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com. Support all of the great Hami Media Group talent by visiting their Pro Wrestling Tea stores, such as the Greek God Papadon, BWO Stevie Richards, Big Sal under SEG shirts, Chris Silvio the Superstar himself, and of course, Ben Hameen Yala. Hey, Infidel. You want to become an official HMG operative? Well, now's your chance. Just follow us on Twitter at Hameen Media Group, shoot us a request, and we'll send you the invite link so you can join private Discord server under Hameen Media Group. You can also join us on Facebook in the Hameen Media Discussion Group and interact with the entire HMG army. Play along in the Pick'em Challenges, hang out in the Watch Along threads, and interact with the HMG hosts. You can also check out all of HMG's Conspiracy Horseman propaganda on our Instagram by following us at Hameen Media Group. Like, follow, and share, or be destroyed, morons. It seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, 
there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of it. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Will you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time, I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face, and I'll say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? meat on his body? What? <laughs> what? What the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibes are immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. Tuesday, June 1st, 2021, and this is episode 83 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. And welcome to the show where we act like smart asses and laugh at dumb asses. And did you just say it's June already? Yeah, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Uh, or in the immortal words of Mr. Leahy, Tempest, fuck it. Okay, you know, I just... I think he came up with that, right? Time flies when you're having fun. What about the past year and a half has been fun, dude? I mean... You know, it's uh, it's been interesting, at least. It has been There's interesting. There's been a lot to talk about, you know? Yeah, that's true. And I mean, honestly, I can't believe how fast things are going. I mean, I it, we're already halfway through the year, or nearly. It seems like yesterday that ball was dropping on 2020 and everyone was saying, hey, hey, the nightmare's over. We're free. Yeah, <laughs> joke's on them. This is the sequel. I think that would be 2022. What? What? It's supposed to, like, skip a year? You know, like the, uh, like the Olympics? No, no. Like, 2022. Like, 2020. Oh, 2022. Two. Yeah, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, if you didn't think we were going to be corny today, <laughs> uh, you're in for uh, you're in for a treat. Oh apparently. man. Well, yeah. what, are, what are we supposed to do, honestly? Like another Joe Biden joke? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Joe Biden last week? Oh. The motherfucker. I mean, the creepy, creepy Joe is back. Yes. Joe Petto is back. When did he ever leave? Well, I mean, they kept it under wrap. Like, he didn't really do anything creepy for the whole, like, how, how long has it been? Like, four or five months of his fake presidency? He didn't grope anybody. He didn't molest anybody. At least on TV. Wow. We and should then- have, like, one of those signs up in the background. <laughs> we should put one on the wall back there behind us. Zero days since Pedo Joe incident. Yeah. The, the left... Uh, Joe, how long has it been since he raped a little kid? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't, my memory's not too good anymore. <laughs> Probably this morning. No, but, but like, I, honestly, like, um, 
people are uh, really, really willing to look over a lot of bullshit with him. But he did a good job until last week. Um, so we had the uh, the big one when he was given the speech. It was like a Memorial Day speech to the troops. Like, they'd want to see odd, that fucker talk anyway. Odd that they actually acknowledged the troops, because on their social media, all they talked about was having a long weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. And eating ice cream. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. But, uh, so this guy, he's he's talking to the troops, and then, like, apparently the teleprompter glitched, or his brain glitched, and all of a sudden he's looking at, like, a six-year-old in the audience, and he just starts going, like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you, you got some good ponytails, man. Look, check out those legs, on You got those legs crossed. You look just like a 19-year-old. And that, and this is on TV. I was watching the, um, you know how anytime a liberal speaks now, they have to have a sign language interpreter. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they think that deaf people can't read. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you ever heard of closed captions? But, but like, the, the, the interpreter, she stopped signing. Like, she's, she's doing the whole, the ASL thing, and then he starts you going mean like... she didn't feel comfortable telling that six-year-old potentially deaf girl, Hey, girl, you look good in those pigtails. You look like a 19-year-old. Check out those gams, man. You know, like, I would probably stop, too, honestly. It was unbelievable. He was like, he's like, yeah, man, you know, you look like she you're 19. She was probably praying this kid was deaf. Ugh. She's like, I'm not going to sign it, and I hope she doesn't know how to read lips. And she's, he's doing this at a, a military function. Uh, it, it's I bad mean, enough. I, I know that he gets off on hitting on, like, hitting on little kids in front of their parents. It's like a power move to him. But these people have guns, Joe. Yeah. Like, I mean, all I can say is some interns are about to lose their job. Like, you know there are people on the Biden team that have been, like, tasked with, like, if you see a child towards the like front half of the audience, so just throw a tarp over the child. We're reassigning seating. Like, oh, I'm sorry. There's there's an issue here. It's a safety issue. We're gonna have to ask your family to move. Just cover it up before Joe sees. Because right. once he sees, you know his brain. I mean, it, you know his brain is completely fucking gone. We know that. Yes. I mean, it's been gone for for five years at least. At and, least. And the only thing he can think about is you know how much he likes molesting little. I mean, he literally was like, man. Man, you know, you look like you're 19. At least that's what I'd tell the cops. She was, like, five. This was... I don't even know if she's old enough to be in elementary school. Like, her picture's out on the internet. I'm not going to put that out here. That's disgusting. Because it's fucked up. Because for the rest of her childhood, people are going to be like, aren't you that little girl that Joe Biden was hitting on in the middle of a Memorial Day speech? Oh, man, you know, I, I want to take those those pigtails. I call them handlebars. You know, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. I honestly... I'm just quoting the, uh, the president. I would honestly, if the president <laughs> of my country did that to my kid, I would absolutely, like, go AWOL for the military and, like, move my family to Iceland or something. Like, I don't care. Like, I'd be like, fuck this country. What's I'm it going to take, guys? What is it going to take? Seriously. Yeah. As hard as it is to believe, though, I mean, that wasn't even the worst look from the administration last week. The Kamala thing, right? Yeah, Kamala's my Memorial God. Day tweet. That, oh my god! It was a, it was a glamour selfie. Like anybody wants to see that anyway. I know, I know. She's, she's smiling for her close up, and the caption is freaking enjoy your long weekend. She's you can you can hear the cackling through your fucking Twitter screen. She's just like looking out a window like this, and, it, and that's literally all it said. Enjoy enjoy the long weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that like the people who've lost family members as they served in the military aren't exactly enjoying this weekend. Like, I'm pretty sure they're not just out 
having fun, eating firecracker pops, and, uh, you know, barbecuing. Like, it's not about that. The ratio was, like, I mean, even, Twitter makes it, like, I mean, Joe, even the Joe Biden molesting, talking about molesting the kid thing, like, you look on Twitter, and half the comments are just like, oh, yeah, well, what about Trump? I bet Trump would... You would think about doing that too. Like they, the liberals on Twitter literally made creepy Trump hashtag. It's like, boy, Trump. I don't ever remember groping five year olds. Yeah, no, Not, I don't either. Yeah, you, there's a lot that you can make fun of Trump for. Yeah, go for it. But that's not his thing. But no. the liberals are like, you know what? We are going to defend Joe Biden no matter what. But the Kamala thing. If, if our president is a pedophile. Yours is too, but that's not how it works. Folks. Yeah, that's that's not an argument. I'm rubber, you're glue. That's their <laughs> argument when somebody's a, a child molester. Apparently, really cool. But they they didn't even like they didn't even try with the Kamala thing. They're just like, yeah, that's a bad look. Yeah, that's a that's a bad fucking look. Yeah, it I mean, is. I mean, on Memorial, but I mean, it's like I think they did it on purpose. It's like it's like they're basically Biden did one too. It wasn't quite as bad as hers. It was. Him with a little kid, of course. Of course. Eating an ice cream cone. Of course. That's very on brand for him. It's his only fucking trait. It's like, uh, like what do you do? Uh, I rape children and I eat ice cream. That, that's Occasionally your I go after my dog. <laughs> and I raise children very poorly. That, that's the Joe Biden, like, that... It, it, that's the Joe Biden brand, but I mean, I yeah. I think any child will turn out poorly if at, at any given day you could wake up to your father raping the dog in the bathroom. I mean, I think I'd that be would, smoking crack too. Yeah. I think I would. Yeah, <laughs> I might I might turn to heroin. Maybe with Mary and Barry. Um, but yeah, that's um, that. His response was uh, his tweet said, "Stay cool, kids," oh, or something like that. They're stay cool this weekend. They really love the weekend thing, but it's like I felt like they were just like. They were giving the finger to the military because they can. Because the military votes 100% for them nowadays. Apparently. And yeah. you know, honestly, they steal their votes. I think it was an F you to the military. And I think it was also like a way for them to kind of like gain some sort of points. I mean, up to this point, they've been the political party. They've been the figureheads of this movement of everybody has to stay inside, stay home, no restaurants can open, you can't do anything fun. Now you can go out for ice cream. On a three-day weekend. Yeah. And, and, and can really, you believe it? should you be thanking the military or should you be thanking our overlords, Joe and Kamala, for allowing us this freedom? Boy, it's like a chicken or the egg kind of Yeah, situation. you know, it really I, is. I it's, a think, it's a thinker. Yeah. It's a thinker. And when they we were should storming, probably just rename this holiday. When they were storming, uh, you know, Omaha Beach, Normandy Beach, when they were, when they were island hopping in the Pacific and, and they were fighting back the, the armies of fascism, well, they were probably thinking, you know, like, we don't really need to do this because one day Joe and Kamala are just going to say it's okay and that everybody can go outside and hang out. Right. I don't know if that That's... made sense, but the point is, <laughs> those two are fucking clowns. Yeah. Um, I mean, did you see the thing he said about uh, this? Was even before like the whole thing, like with the with the speech, was so huge that it overshadowed this. But I was I was gonna lead the show before that happened, talking about the thing he said about George Floyd's daughter. Oh, please! Did... He said something about George Floyd's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't even. It's probably gonna I mean, make me wretch. I mean, I don't want to. 
Well, I mean, you know, we're I, gonna have to I didn't talk think, about I didn't it, think Biden really liked black kids. Um, yeah, I thought he was pretty racist. I haven't seen him sniff a black kid before. No. I've seen him sniff, sniff dozens and dozens of white kids. Mm-hmm. I think that Joe Biden, uh, at least Joe Biden's pedophilic dick is a white supremacist. You know, maybe, He's like the John Mayer of pedophiles. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the most horrific sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> but I will say... <laughs> While we recover from that, I will say, um, you know, maybe his PR agent spoke to him. Maybe he, they had a sit down talk with him and they said, Joe, you really need to make sure that you pay special attention to the black people. We can't have people thinking you're racist, even though you are. And so if you see a black person, Say something positive about them. <laughs> They're like, you're, you're losing the numbers, Joe. I mean, we need that 90%. You got, I mean, look, they liked having jobs. They didn't like Trump. They did like having jobs and money, and, and that's going away. They're paying twice as much for gas. I mean, you, you got to reach out to the blacks. So he's like, all right, well, let's see. We got the J- George Floyd celebration day, the St. George Floyd thing. I guess it was the one-year anniversary of, uh, you know, the, the crack smoker. Uh, getting getting killed by the cops. Um, the the guy that you know in the nineties, Joe would have been calling a super predator and right, right. saying he didn't want his neighborhood to turn into a jungle or whatever. But anyway, he had George Floyd's family over at the White House, and oh. I, I get it. You know, whatever you have right, people, right. they're they're that's a big arm of their party is the whole BLM thing. That's true. Um, but like after after the after the George Floyd family was over at the White House. It, his idea of a good thing to say to the press was, "Oh yeah, man, his daughter really liked me. I mean, she was she was she was trying to give me a hug. She was trying to sit in my lap. I mean, I gave her some chocolate milk, if you know what I mean." Oh um, God, what? Well, yeah, he did say that. The, the The craziest thing he said though is, he said, "My wife is gonna kill me." Uh, George Floyd's daughter is, I, I want to say, she's seven years old. His wife is going to kill him for a seven-year-old wanting to sit in his lap? It sounds like <laughs> well, I mean, sounds like he doesn't know how lap-sitting is supposed to go. Jesus, you know, I hate to say it, but thank God this guy became the president and not a mall Santa. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I just think that we've got to praise his restraint. Because just like we were saying, that he's out of, as, as bad as he is and as bad as he was... At least he's not, like, groping them on camera. He's talking about it a lot. But, like, I mean, a couple years ago, he would have copped a feel. He would have taken a big whiff of her, like, barrettes for the cameras. Like, I I think, honestly, I think they're putting saltpeter in his amphetamine cocktails. Oh, my God. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) You heard it here first. Joe Biden has been allegedly chemically castrated. And if he hasn't... For the children. Yeah. If he hasn't, he should be. I know that they drugged that man. If they didn't drug that man, he would not be able to get through a five-minute speech. God, no. But he's 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 getting somewhat decent at reading the uh, the teleprompter. I mean, he's it's not exactly something that I would be proud of. I wouldn't want that to be someone that I cheated an entire election for. But he's doing better than I thought he could. Well, I mean, they're probably giving him a horse-sized dose of ADHD medication. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, he's, he's got more drugs pumping through him than, than like a... a, Than George Floyd did. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, I guess that's, uh, that's it. That's enough about all that stuff. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, I, I was, I was gonna get into that hormone therapy stuff, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, Something that maybe Joe Biden should consider. Yeah, yeah. I mean, turn him into Joanne Biden. Love it. I mean, it's Pride I mean, Month. It's Pride Month. It's June. That's true. We've got, we've got to reach out. I mean, it's I'm, time to, to the break. gay, the audience. I, I mean, he doesn't. You know? I mean, what is he gonna care? I mean, it's not going to make a damn difference to him. He doesn't even remember who he is half the time or right. what he's doing. He doesn't know where he is when he wakes up in the morning. Yeah. Let's give him another surprise. Let's do it. Every morning he'll wake up, he'll look down, and he'll say, Jill, I, holy shit, man. Come on, man. This, this is weird. <laughs> this is weird. You know, and plus, as a bonus, slap in the face to Kamala. Look who's laughing now. You thought you were going to be the first woman president. Hey. As Joanne. If Ellen Page can do it, why not Joe? You know, leave from the front. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad you brought her up. Um, or him. Right. I've got, to, I've got to call her him now, so YouTube. You know, it's like a rule on YouTube. If somebody, uh, if somebody decides that they want to be trans and you call them, like, what they actually are, they'll, like, if they catch you, they'll kick your, your video off. They'll give you a strike. So Ellen pa- <clears throat> Elliot Page is a man. Okay. Yeah, we we completely agree and believe that he is a man. I mean, if you if you haven't seen it, he posted a topless picture uh, to to Instagram or, or face Facebook or whatever the other day, showing off his uh, new identity. Now that he's gotten his tits chopped off, Lovely. and and it's an obvious Photoshop. Hmm. Like it's the funniest thing in the world. Like I, I could probably actually pull it up and show it because yeah. they're so like they're like oh even even if it was like an actual picture they'd be like oh yeah no that's a man now you can show it. Um, but no no like she took some super athletic guy's torso like with washboard abs just like ripped abs and just pasted it over her skinny ass arms and legs. Yeah, last I remember like. Elliot Page was never a bodybuilder. Right. Like, never had the physique of, like, you know, being cut. She looks like she gets kicked out of Hot Topic for being, like, a, too big of a dork. <laughs> like, there's clearly somebody that's that's never, ever dressed for gym in his or her entire life. Don't say that. That's not true. I mean, wasn't she in Juno once? I didn't see Juno. Is that um, like a, a thing in I'm Juno? I'm pretty sure she wore a gym uniform in that movie. Or right. Maybe that was her boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> well, besides so one, filming that one movie. fucking time. Yeah. But like, if you see this picture, Elliot wants you to believe that's like, yeah, you know, I went under the knife a couple months ago. I had top surgery. Like, I, I had a pretty major surgery in my chest area. But I've also found a way to spend 12 hours a day at the gym. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been doing like 500 crunches a day too. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, look it up guys. It's, it's really fucking funny. Unbelievable. Just watch, you know, this whole thing's going to end up being a giant troll. Just remember the time Joaquin Phoenix made everybody think he was crazy, but it was all for some like art house film. Yeah, like he, he had making. like a huge beard. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the whole Elliot Page <laughs> deal is a publicity stunt for a new movie or something. Or I, I don't think she can shave this off. <laughs> 
I mean, I, 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 would be, I, I'd, get, I'd give it to her if she did. I mean, give her, give her the maybe fucking she, Oscar or whatever. Maybe she's a method actor. Yeah. Like, who the hell knew? What's she, what's she method acting? She's the man too. Okay, you know what? Boys don't lift. There you go. There you go. And Demi Lovato can do the soundtrack. Oh my God! There's another one. There's a, and we gotta make sure that we use her new pro towns, uh, pronouns. Pro towns. Pro pro towns. Pronoun. Whatever. It's, it's all made up goofy words anyway. <laughs> I can make up goofy words too. Um, no, but Demi uh, Demi Lovato is a they them now. Um, not because she gained enough weight to be pluralized. Wow. Well, I mean, she did. Okay. She did. She's she's as big as me. Um, no, but because she's crazy. I yeah. mean, come on. I kind of feel bad for Demi Lovato. Like, you know, she was like, like Disney Channel was not kind to her. Like, they fucked her up literally. Well, and I mean, why didn't she just shave her head? I mean, that was, Britney Spears did. Pretty that. sure she did that too. Maybe it just wasn't enough. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the headlines yet and you're already daring them to give us like multiple strikes it's pride month i'm proud of our show it's okay um, and I, I, it's funny this stuff is funny and i'm tired of pretending that it's not yep you know I, and i actually saw there was a um there speaking of strikes and everything there was a morning drive guy up in boston he was making fun of demi lovato he was making fun of her pro towns <laughs> the <laughs> other day as he should i mean i I get it. I mean, it's bad. She worked for Disney Channel. God knows what they did to her. But it's objectively fucking hilarious that these people are, like, pretending to be the opposite sex. They're getting weird, like, weird cosmetic surgeries. They're demanding people call them grammatically incorrect pronouns to indulge their mental illness. I mean... Not only that, they want normal people, like, people like us... To choose pronouns too. It's like, you know what? We don't have to choose our pronouns because they are what we are. Like, right. You don't get like, to We live choose, in reality. Like, pronouns are not something you get to choose. Right. Like, the, life has certain things that you can choose, other things that you have to accept. If you don't, it's not going to be a fun ride for you, buddy. But, like, this, this, this radio guy in Boston, his station manager or something like that, freaked out on him. Uh, in the middle of the show, he calls him because he's he's making Demi Lovato jokes, and he just like frantically calls him. He's like, "Stop talking about the trans thing. You can't. That's you can't talk about it. They're they're powerful. They're they're gonna shut he us lectured down." Lectured him on air? Not a, no. He called him like during a commercial break or something. Jesus. Well, you know what this guy did? I would love to know what he did. He got up and quit. Nice. Uh, but not before talking about it on the air, <laughs> telling everybody listening. And this is like the number one show in Boston, or at least like the number one uh, show in the time slot or whatever. It's called Maddie in the Morning. Nice. Um, uh, anyway, he, he tells he tells them the stupid bullshit his boss asked of him. Uh, and he's just like, you know what? Not going to do it. I'm fucking done. He walks off the broadcast in the middle of the show. You know, it just goes to show there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. Talking to your number one star in the middle of their broadcast to tell them they're doing something wrong, that was not the time and the place. And he's been, this guy's been on the air for like like 20 years, 25 years. It's not like some, some it's not the kind of guy you can just push around. Yeah. But too many people out there let let themselves be pushed around by crazy people. Yeah, well, it's like, it's about damn time that somebody brings some integrity to FM talk radio, right? Yeah. I mean, Don Imus is uh, smiling on from, well, 
he's probably smiling up. Yeah, <laughs> smiling up. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, at least somebody still has some balls. Um, and then the the best part is the moral of the story is he was right because later that night the station came crawling back. <laughs> they begged him to take his show back. They they told him, you, you know, he, he's got total freedom. He can say whatever the fuck he wants on the air. Um, he, he can make fun of Demi Lovato. He can make fun of Bruce Jenner. He can make fun. Of, he can make fun of whatever he wants. And if people don't think it's funny, guess what they can do? Change the channel. And that is how you deal with cancel culture. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, we've been going on for long enough. Uh, before we get to the headlines, uh, we're not on the airwaves, but we do. Obviously, as you can tell, we've got a spicy one for you tonight. Uh, we're streaming on Twitch, uh, along with, of course, Gab TV. Uh, maybe we're still on YouTube. I don't. <laughs> if if they noticed, we're, we're probably, they're, they're probably going to take this one down. Uh, and we're on DLive, and of course, in podcast form at hamimediagroup.podbean.com. And if you want to join in on the action, give us a call to our hotline at 813-906-9099. Email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com. Hit us up on MeWe, Gab, or Facebook, or just leave a comment down below in the chat. And and if you want to support the show, uh, go to our online shop, get one of our new t-shirts. Um, just like this one, this is a nice controversial one. <laughs> I don't know if you can spell it out. It's just a friendly game of Hangman. It says something about Fauci, I guess. I don't know. Hey. Pride fill Month. In, fill in the blanks. Maybe we should do this one in rainbow colors. Oh, my I, God. I, that's, that's a bridge to the gay community. They hate Fauci, too. All right. You know what? You know? He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't give them a, a reach. Or, or he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He killed too many of them with AIDS. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good. I think everybody can agree <laughs> with that shirt who's listening to our show. So check the link in the description and check out the selection. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, now it's time for the stack of stupidity. And I guess I'll just kind of keep rolling with that with that last sentiment. Now, of course, we're just joking. We don't have any of this rainbow stuff in our online shop. But you probably are sick already of all the other corporations and the big brands out there that are, like, bending over backwards. To- I'm honestly sick of the fact that rainbows have been, like, stolen, essentially. Like, I used to love I had, as a kid growing up, I had rainbow jewelry, rainbow sweaters, like, I loved, like, I liked dressing very colorfully, right? Yeah. And I would love to still be able to do that, but now if I do that, people will think I'm gay. Yeah, no, if you, <laughs> if you go outside with a rainbow bracelet on, you're gonna get hit on by, like, a 200-pound chick in a softball. Yeah, jersey, I'm, not, like. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> not, 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 not cool. Um, and, like... I don't know how it happened, but they have not stopped at Rainbows. Uh, they've actually, well, um, they've moved on to breakfast cereals as the next thing that they're trying to, I guess, like, turn gay. Um, I mean, we all had to know it was coming. I mean, Fruity Pebbles, you know, they're, they're ripe. They're ripe for yeah, it. Yeah. Fruity, Fruity. Pebbles. <laughs> well, Kellogg's. Um, is uh, making waves. So Kellogg's has announced um, their new brand. Um, they're launching a gay pride cereal for children. Um, and it encourages the little kids that are reading the cereal box to do wonderful things like choosing the pronouns of the different characters on the box. What? Um, so like Tony the Tiger, 
and um, Toucan Sam, you know, the Smackums Frog or whatever. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they're all on the box. It's called Together with Pride. Um, the cereals are all in different rainbow colors. They're heart-shaped. And then on the side of the box, it says, Too amazing to put in a box. Are you a he-him, a she-her, a they-them, or just make up your own? And, it, and it's got, like, blank spaces like... I think I'm an S-U. <laughs> Like, I mean, where, like, how is, how is... That would actually be a great response if somebody walks up to you on the street and says, Hi, I'm Starlight, and my pronouns are Zzer. What are your pronouns? F you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I mean, this would be weird, but I kind of wouldn't have that big of an issue if it was, like, not aimed at... Like five year old kids. Yeah, they, their partner really was glad for this. <laughs> it's it's really odd. Like, I mean, you're just going through the cereal aisle. I'm looking at the cereal box. Like, I imagine that a kid would gravitate towards it because it has like ten different cartoon characters right. on it, and it's rainbow colored. Like, but it turns out they're all at an orgy. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, even the Applejacks guy. I mean, who already looks pretty fucked up. Do off. we want to? Like, he, he looks like. He looks like he's the one that's doing poppers at this homosexual orgy. Right, right. Uh, and, and, like, the Raisin Bran son's there. How's the son have a sexuality? I don't know. I don't understand how that works. I don't really want to know how that works. But I he's thought there. the son's pronouns were it, the. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's one that you can actually call in it, and nobody will <laughs> And, uh, like, I, I kind of get it, though, with Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Yeah, they're kind of androgynous. Well, I, I thought they were a thruple. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, everybody's obviously making fun of them for this. The, the, my favorite thing is people are like, I mean, Alex Jones, I mean, he, he called it again. He told you they were turning the frogs gay. He did say that. We didn't know he meant Smackums the Sugar Puffs frog. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, gay, gay pride cereal for your uh, for your kids. They can they can eat it while they're watching Blue's Clues. You know, if for some reason you've gone this long and you don't feel like your childhood has died quite yet, I'm sorry to say this may just be the final stake in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of indoctrination, I mean, I know you mentioned Blue's Clues, which had like a drag queen and a pride parade yeah. in one of their episodes. It, it, it was uh, an otter, uh, like a, a little baby otter with top scars. You know, I really, <laughs> I, I really can't. Um, you know, but there's you know, that Blue's Clues, I believe, is independently um, produced. So it's somewhat, you know, I mean, if, if the people with the writing the checks want to put that type of, you know, uh, propaganda in children's TV shows, I think it's inappropriate, but supposedly they have the right to do it, right? Well, get this. PBS and the New York government, New York State government, have come together to fund uh, a new PBS feature for your children called The Hips on the Drag Queen Goes Swish, Swish, Swish. What? Yeah, the New York City Department of Education, <laughs> more specifically, has uh, partnered uh, with PBS uh, on, for a segment on their show called Let's Learn, which is uh, for children ages three to eight years old. And, br- and brought to you by viewers like you. Exactly. You remember they always used to You're say You're paying for this shit. You are. Like, and I don't understand the point of it. I mean, 
It seems like a, a, a big deal lately. They love pushing drag queens on children. You can't even get drag queens to appeal to adults. Like, how, how many people do you know that are like, oh yeah, man, let's go down to, uh, let's go down to the drag queen show? You know, actually, it's kind of surprising, but it's becoming more and more popular. Well, I mean, we live in a world where five years from now, Cardi B is going to redo the national anthem. Ah, yeah. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be called like, like eating ass and smoking grass. Okay. You know, that's disgusting, but I'll, I'll continue with the story because it's actually really funny. So the drag queen that they chose to have star in this segment is called Little Miss Hot Mess. And, uh, you know, great, a great role model for your children. <laughs> Little Miss Hot Mess. Um, I mean, he looks like a hot mess. Jesus. He really does. And, you know, he has his book, which is called The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, 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 Swish. Now, the interesting thing about Little Miss Hot Mess is that she or he is reportedly one of the founding members of Drag Queen Story Hour. Is this one of the ones that doesn't have, um, you know, uh, like a child pornography charge on their record yet? You know, I didn't actually run a full background check on Little Miss Hot Mess. Um, but apparently she has also co-authored a paper on how to introduce LGBT curriculum to small children. And one of the goals of the queer and trans, you know, agenda that she's running is, in her own words, to actively destabilize the normative function of schooling through transformative education. So, you know, there you go, folks. Why should your children be raised in a normal, stable environment that isn't confusing, scary, and possibly predatory. I mean, let's. Why think. not? Why not? Huh? You just want to bring them up and like I can't even I can't even put words. I mean, to this. I know when I was you know a kid and I was you know thinking of you know we all have dreams as a child, right? You know, some people say, "Oh, I wish I could live in a castle," or you know, "I wish I was born a princess." <laughs> I mean, I know when I was a kid, I was thinking, "Man." I wish that everything I saw in the media and in my family life was confusing and scary and weird. And I wish that people were talking to me about their private parts and their sexual orientation. Isn't that what every child dreams of for their childhood? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Why are there so many kid shows about rainbows? That's... That'd be a good title for the show this week, wouldn't it? Um, well, in, in totally unrelated news to the whole drag queen phenomenon, uh, A-Rod, remember him from the Yankees? Yeah, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, he just launched a makeup line for men. <laughs> They're uh, ruining the Yankees. I mean, I'm sorry, does it get more American than the Yankees? Does it get more fucking, you know, I don't know, like, Normal than the Yankees. Well, I mean, A. Rod, you know, he he's a good looking guy. He no, wants he's to not. always. Well, he thinks he's a very looking, good looking guy. Have you seen that that picture of him where he's kissing himself in the mirror? That's like his his. I mean, <laughs> if I was rich, I might do some crazy shit like that too. It doesn't mean he's good looking. Yeah, it was. It, this was a years ago. This is when he was still playing. I don't remember exactly. Like he, they were doing some photo shoot of him for Sports Illustrated or something, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I know the. Uh, I know what I should do. I've got." Full mirror right there on the wall. How about I just like kiss it, and then it'll look like you know me kissing me. And they're probably just like, you know what, dude? At least uh, 
Better than the John Rocker experience. Better this than is, the John Rocker experience. This is exactly what happens, folks, when you've got freaking tons of money, tons of fame, and people throw themselves at you, and you start to believe it. You well, know, it's it's no wonder that J-Lo left his ass. <laughs> now, he can't be feeling too pretty now. What did, when, he, when did the Botox wear off after a certain number of years? He's got to wear makeup? Maybe that's why he needs it. So this makeup line, it, I think it was actually started with J-Lo. It's called Him and Hers. So hers, I get it. It's makeup for women. That's a normal thing. That is a normal but thing. But A-Rod's like, well, you know, I, I always want to look pretty. And sometimes I might have a blemish. So luckily, I can always carry my makeup kit with me, and I can touch it up. I cannot <laughs> even imagine how... I think my ovaries would fall out of my ass if you showed up one day wearing a full face of makeup. Could you imagine just, like... like I mean, in this day and age, I guess I could imagine seeing that, but, like, like you, know, you, like, you see women in their car, and they just start applying makeup. Like, you can picture if you turn to the side, there's a dude, like, in a, in, like, a hot rod or something. No, no, no. Imagine you're at the, like, you're using the bathroom at Yankee Stadium, (laughs) and you look, you just use the urinal, you're washing your hands at the trough, or whatever the fuck they have, and and you look over, and there's A-Rod, and what's, and you're like, oh my god, it's A-Rod, and then what's he doing? Putting on lip gloss. Putting on a little lip gloss. Put some blush on. He's he's got to look good. He's got to look good enough to kiss himself. Yeah, I mean, after all, he's got to uh, level up after dating J Lo. I mean, he doesn't need anybody from from J Lo to A Rod. He'll just he'll just be with himself. That's probably how it should be. That's probably how it should be. All right, uh, well, they can't all be Jeter. <laughs> you know where they're not going to buy any of this makeup. Hopefully anywhere. Well, hopefully. Yeah. But for certain, they're not going to be purchasing any of it in North Korea. Because <laughs> North Korea has banned things such as mullets and skinny jeans to ward off the slightest sign of the capitalistic lifestyle. M- m- mullets? Sk- m- yeah, so it, the, the list includes things like skinny jeans, mullets, lip piercings, nose piercings, Ripped pants and sloganed t-shirts. So, in other words, um, if you're a liberal, you're probably actually a walking billboard for the capitalistic lifestyle, according to Kim Jong-un. Well, I was going to say, if, if, if you're, uh, you know, a, a member of the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they're a little behind the I times over the there. I I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just, a long time I'm ago. I'm thinking of I, fucking Leonard Skinner and, you know. I, I haven't seen Kid somebody Rock. looking like that in a long time. And, I mean, I, and this is from a guy who, who's like, his hero is fucking Dennis Rodman. I, you know, I bet that, that next time we see old Kim Jong-un, he's going to have skinny jeans on. He's going to have a mullet. God forbid. Well, I mean, he's, he's like, look, look, you guys cannot do it, but I can do. I can do. I'm... Fabulous leader. What, what, what do they call him? The the glorious leader or something? I mean, I don't know what they call him over there. I call him the fat turd. <laughs> he just looks like a turd, doesn't he? I, I think he's funny. I like him. Oh, my God. I like How him. How can you like a communist dictator? He's a funny one. And there's a chance that he might nuke California one day. So... I'm rooting for you, Kim. Stop it. I you can't for- say that. You can't say you root for... I root for him to, to white. You, you know how much better our world would be if we didn't have to deal with those people out there. 
one day he's going to develop a rocket that can make it across the Pacific, or at least off of the Korean Peninsula. One day he'll figure it out. Anyways, I think he's, he's going to die of old age before that happens. <laughs> that motherfucker will not die of old age. Have you seen him? He's, I don't care how many doctors they give him. I, okay, he'll die yeah. of heart disease way before that happens. <laughs> anyway, speaking of renegade communist Asian dictatorships, John Cena. What? Yeah, I, I, I know that a week ago that wouldn't have really worked. But um, John Cena is, um, he's kowtowed, or I guess you could say he's 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 laying down on his back looking up at the lights for communist China. You have got to be kidding me. Mr. All-American, Mr. I salute the troops, Mr. Yeah, he's, um, I guess he was a Manchurian candidate. Uh, so John Cena had, he's in the, the new Fast and Furious 15 or whatever the fuck the movie is. I don't know how they, how, just as an aside, why are you people still buying tickets to watch Fast and the Furious movies? How many times are they going to take your money? I mean, honestly, how many brain cells do you think street racers actually have? <laughs> Maybe they're getting a new audience every time. Maybe the people that watch this movie, that live that lifestyle, they don't live long enough to no. see the next sequel. <laughs> that could be. That could be. <laughs> but anyway, John Cena, he's not wrestling so much anymore. He's uh, he's, he's kind of a movie star now. He's going down that that uh, Dwayne Key, The Rock Johnson path. kind of a movie star. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I kind of like John Cena. I thought I thought he was a cool guy. Um, but I like him a lot less now. So uh, the new Fast and Furious movie's coming out. He's a big star in this Fast and Furious movie. And he's doing the whole press tour for it, trying to get butts and seats, as uh, any wrestler would want to do. Well, he made the mistake of mentioning the island of Taiwan and calling it a country. Well, it is a country. Yeah, sure, damn sure is a country. It's been a country for a long time. Uh, but you know who doesn't consider it a country is the Communist Party, the Chinese Communist Party. They consider it a renegade outlaw nation because, well, that's where the actual Chinese government escaped, escaped to um, when Mao took over the, the mainland. Mm -hmm. um, and they've been vowing for decades. One day they're going to take it back. They're going to invade. And that's one of the most important uh, functions of our military on an international level. You know, whether you agree with it or not, or not um, is to protect Taiwan. Right. So China but can't you know, expand. I gotta say, that aside, Taiwan doesn't exactly have the population that China does. So, if you want to put butts in seats, I could see how the movie studio might tell John Cena that this was a faux pas. Well, yeah, so, you know, they the, the, the CCP didn't like it, so John Cena did what anybody who likes money more than their country would do, and more than freedom would do. Um, he went on the Chinese social media speaking Mandarin, and he apologized deeply and profusely for offending them. And he, you know, he, he, he reassured them that it was a mistake. And he does not believe that Taiwan has autonomy. I love, I love this. I'm really, I'm reading this right now. I'm reading the transcript. The, it quote, I must say, this is very, 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 very important. I love and respect China and Chinese people. 
I am very, very sorry for my mistake. Yeah, I mean... And I am very, very disgusted with John Cena. I mean, I've never seen him, you know, bend over like this to Triple H and the authority. I've never seen him do this to to Brock Lesnar. I, I, I've never seen him to act like this to... I don't know, any of these other wrestlers that he's, that he's had feuds with. But John Cena's whole thing is like he standing up for America. He didn't even bend over for freaking, uh, what, what's her name? Nikki, uh. Um... No, Nikki Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but Xi Jinping, <laughs> that triple chin Winnie the Pooh looking motherfucker, John Cena pissed his pants, shit himself, and, um, well, yeah, he took the L. So, um, John Cena, no longer Mr. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Now he's Mr. Uh, Mr. CCP. So, just Not a to All right. Well, anyway, we're getting a call on the hotline. So, um, should I go ahead and take this one? Uh, yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. You, I don't want this one. All right. I, I know who this is. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, okay. Hello, area code four three two. You're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hook 'em horns. <laughs> it's Longhorn Flanagan. I'm calling from Odessa. How you doing? Hey, Longhorn, I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I just want to say to all my fans out there, Longhorn loves you. Longhorn appreciates you. But you gotta you gotta go to my pro wrestle tees shop. You gotta buy some more of my merchandise. Longhorn's getting a little light in the pocketbook lately, and you're letting him down. Can you tell? Can 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 you can you pass the message along for me? Um, I mean, I guess you kind of already plugged yourself there, Longhorn, so... Yeah. All, all right, well, I just, because I, I don't have the John China, John China money, like like that son of a, some bitch. I, I can't believe you telling me John Cena is a, a red Chinese bitch. Apparently. Is that right? Apparently. I mean, I'm shocked, too. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I've been, I've been retired for about a decade now, but I'll, I, I'll take my boots, I'll take my boots and I'll strap them back on and I challenge you, John Cena, I'll, I'll, I'll take you, I'll take you down to Texas, boy, and, and you, know, you ain't getting out alive because when you turn your back on America, you turn your back on Texas and when you turn your back on Texas, you turn your back on Longhorn Flanagan, and when you turn your back on Longhorn Flanagan, I put you in the cattle stunner, and when I put you in the cattle stunner, I'll fucking kill you. Okay, well, gotta love the uh, gotta love the sentiment there. Um, I, I, I fight, I, I fight. Look, I, I mean, I, I know how these goddamn Chinese are. You know, back when I was wrestling. I had a, a real long rivalry. You, you remember Ching Chong Kong? Jesus, what? No. Ching Chong Kong, that big fat uh, Chinaman. He's uh, he's he's about five hundred pounds. He's got uh, one of them mustaches. They call it a Fu Manchu mustache. Uh, he 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 eats dogs. Oh come and on, I, Longhorn. Well, I told him I I said I love my dog because I, I you know I got a I got a, a basset hound and he's my best friend in the whole wide world 
And I said, Ching Chong Kong, if you ever come to Texas and you try to put my pup on a plate, it's going to be the last time you breathe air through that through them big old uh, Chinese nostrils of yours. And, 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 I, and I'll, I'll take you out back and I'll make you do the Shanghai Shuffle, boy. And, 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 and then we had to fight. God, okay. I mean, I knew that a lot of old-fashioned wrestling relied on tropes, but this just sounds... I mean, I can't... Yeah, how, that son of a bitch. Yeah, well, they play this big gong sound. And then he jumps out of nowhere. And it's it's something to see, really, because the son of a bitch, really, he's like half a pound, half a ton. <laughs> and he just comes out of nowhere in a cloud of smoke, and he he tries to gouge your eyes out with the uh, with them them eating sticks they have. What are they? Uh, the cha- Chinese Chinamen chopsticks. He'll he'll take it. Uh, he'll take a man's eyes out with them chopsticks. I tell you what. Who, who um, the hell did you wrestle with? Like this sounds racist as hell. Well, I mean, he's I, look. I wasn't trying to be racist. I, I was trying to wrestle, and I was trying to fight, you know, for honor, and I was trying to protect my dog because if he'd won the match, that that was the stipulation on the match uh, was that if he won, he'd get to eat my dog. You agreed and, to and, that? Well, I, I wasn't going to let him win, you know. Cause, but but I'll tell you right now. That some bitch must have been hungry, cause it was it was like fighting. It, it, it was I, I tell you, it it was like we were back in Nam. It, it was like we were back in Korea. It was like we were back fighting them Japs back in World War Number Two. Okay, as, as hard as I had to fight that Chinese Chinese son of a bitch. Okay. And, and I don't understand how John Cena can let America down like that. I mean. And, 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 I don't either, but I have to imagine that the movie studio that hired him didn't like him pissing off China. I mean, they get a lot of revenue from them. I'll piss on China any day of the week and twice on Sunday. You know why? <laughs> why? Because they're heathens. They don't give a shit what day of the week it is. <laughs> okay, well, I love the patriotism. Take- I'm with you there. I'll take them out back. I'll grease them up real good, and I'll show them what it means to be an American patriot. <laughs> and I'll show them okay. what it really means to be a Texan. <laughs> I don't know what you're getting at, and I don't think I want to know. So I'm just gonna uh, hang up now. But thanks for calling. You ever, you ever hear, you ever hear a basset hound squeal? You know, when that, it's that's, that's enough, Longhorn. Because Ching Chong Kong will never forget. Um, I really think that we're going to get, uh, quite a few, I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we get, like, a cease and desist letter after this episode. Forget the YouTube well, strikes. We're not exactly, uh, airing in China. I think, uh, <laughs> I think we're fine there. Longhorn Flanagan has got our back. So, what are they going to do? I mean... If Susan Wojcicki wants to come through that door... And shut us down. Please. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call Longhorn. You know, I think he'll be a little too drunk to help us. He'll put her in the cattle stunner. You know what the cattle stunner? He, 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 like, gets their neck. Do you neck think that man can and... even fly? He's not vaccinated. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's right. Yeah, he's probably on a, he's probably on a list. I think he was in, uh, in D.C. on the 6th. Oh, boy. 
anyway, uh, let's uh, let's just move on. Um, so. Uh, for this next story, I love this one. So we've seen donut giveaways, complimentary lap dances, free french fries, burgers, hot dogs, and beer, and, well, even million-dollar lottery tickets as carrots in the stick that is the experimental COVID vaccine. Oh. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any more ridiculous, the state of New Jersey has stepped up to say, forget about it. Okay, you know, I can't imagine it getting much trashier than the list of fucking uh prizes you just rattled off i mean we're talking lap dances fast food and lotto tickets bada I mean, bing bada boom i mean what new is, jersey what is new jersey giving out three bottles room. of malt liquor i oh, mean what oh no new jersey um <laughs> new jersey is giving out dinner with the governor and the first lady at the jersey shore i mean they really didn't get the memo, did they? I mean, this is not what people are looking for. I mean, people are looking for, like, some sleazy good times, not dinner with the governor on the beach. Who the fuck would want to hang out with the governor in New Jersey, by the way? Like, this is this is one of the governors that, this is one of the lockdown governors, this is one of the grandma-killing governors that, that threw everybody in the nursing homes with the sick people. But um, he's like, hey, you want to come down to the Jersey Shore? Ayo! He's With like me a, and my wife. He's an old man. I, I bet he can. I bet he can party. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine thinking this would get anybody? Like, oh man, I was on the fence. I wasn't sure if I was gonna get this jab. Man, I heard that like four thousand people have died. I'm hearing people are getting sterilized. I'm hearing people are getting like the worst periods of their life. Like, period, people are getting fucking paralyzed. Oh, oh wait, but I can have dinner with the governor. At the shore? Actually, there you go. Sign me up. Well, Stick shit. the needle in my arm. I mean, honestly, these people do not know their audience, you, like, at all. The only people that this is going to put over the fence are people that have a bone to pick with them. People yeah. whose grandparents this motherfucker killed. Yeah. Like... He better be careful this isn't, like, an assassination attack. Jesus. I, I hope that Andrew Cuomo gets an idea from this. It's like, oh, you know what? They're doing something down there in Jersey. I think that, oh, man, anybody will want to have dinner with me. Yeah, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Cuomo is not going to offer dinner with him. He made weed legal. He's going to offer smoke a blunt with me and the first lady. <laughs> well, either way, I mean, I I hope he does it. I hope that, that, uh, that Janice Dean wins. <laughs> <laughs> She'll show up there like uh, like the bride from Kill Bill. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, not to be outdone, in Canada, a clinic is luring children with free ice cream to give them vaccines with no parental permission required. Is this clinic in the back of a, a van with unmarked windows? You know, it's funny you mention that. It is actually a pop-up clinic. Oh, so my God. So it is a mobile clinic. It's touring the country. And, um, yeah, no parents needed. Kids as young as 12 are able to walk up, get their free ice cream, and their free jab. Holy fucking shit. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of jokes to be made here. Yeah. You know, hey kid, do you like ice cream? Let me just prick you in the arm real quick. What are these people teaching their children up in Canada? Because I'm pretty sure that when we were growing up, our parents, our schools, like they had seminars come in and speakers at schools come in and teach you. If anybody comes up to you and offers you a free candy or ice cream and wants to inject you with a drug, you say no. Well, no. In Canada, you say we. 
What is going on? <laughs> Look, I, I just We think... need to get the what is the dare dog called? Like we need to send him up there. We need to get I think like, he's dead. McGruff he, the crime dog, right? Yeah. Send him up there. Just no, say no. You, you didn't like, get blood clots. Yeah, Moderna. <laughs> Shucks. <laughs> R.I.P. McGruff. Uh, <laughs> anyway, speaking of child abuse, um, uh, down in Colorado, a bus driver slapped a kid in the face for not wearing her mask correctly, and it was caught on video. Holy fuck. Yeah, this was a 10-year-old kid that was riding on the on the back of the bus, and she... T- I, I, I shouldn't you know, laugh because this is a grown man slapping a child in the face, but she had her mask down beneath her nose so she could breathe some fresh air. She's a child! Well, see, the thing is, she said that she was saying that, that uh, making wearing the mask makes her feel sick, but we all know that she's a liar and an anti-masker and basically a terrorist and probably a white supremacist. I mean, so. honestly, when I was a kid growing <laughs> up, I had terrible motion sickness. If you'd have tried to get me to ride in a car while wearing one of those masks strapped to my face, I probably would have thrown the hell up. Well, and, like, I just want to know, It would have been a mask. It would have been a puke bucket. This is what it takes to get a bus driver? Like, when was the last time you heard a story about a bus driver physically assaulting a child? I mean, I'm sure it's happened before, but... Yeah, usually kids have to behave pretty badly for it to escalate to that Yeah, you'd think they'd have to go a little farther than, oh, let me just... Let me just pull down this mask just for a second so I don't pass out. I'm, I'm, I'm deprived of oxygen. I'm a little 10-year-old girl here. I'm, I'm in the back of the bus. I, I don't have COVID. I love it. I love it. You know, it's like, you know, when you, you know how you, when you were a kid and you were misbehaving and maybe you weren't even being that bad, but your dad had a long day at work and he'd say, don't make me pull this car over. And then he'd just pull the car over and sit and wait for you to get your shit together. And that was like, you know... That was like a warning. That was a big warning. I'm just imagining this bus driver being like total silence. Like it's a normal fucking bus ride. (laughs) And all of a sudden he says, don't make me pull this bus over. And all the kids are looking around like, what? Like, why? I can see that nose, bitch. (laughs) And then he actually pulls the bus over off the road, stops the bus, walks back there. He had a lot of time to think about this. I mean, this wasn't just spontaneous. He had to pull the bus over, brake. He had to get up out of his seat, take his seatbelt off. He had to turn around and walk to the back of the bus. And the whole time he was like, I'm going to slap the shit out of this little bitch. And and the best thing is, I mean, why why the mask, right? Mm -hmm. That's social distancing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If I'm so scared of this fucking coronavirus that I get terrified at seeing a child pull a mask down, well, I'm not going to go up to them and get close enough to slap them in the face. I'm certainly not going to touch their face. Well, to be fair, I mean, maybe she did something else that was enraging. I mean, is it possible that she wore like a, uh, you know, an NRA t-shirt to school or, uh, you know... All Lives Matter, maybe. MAGA. Maybe she must have had a MAGA hat MAGA hat, yeah. Oh, now everything's forgiven. Oh, you should have, should have spoken up sooner. Now it all makes sense. Maybe, it's okay maybe she now. Maybe the Pledge of Allegiance while they were on the bus. I mean, I don't know. You could have done something terribly she offensive. She was speaking English. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Canada. Oh, boy. What are they doing now? Ontario is handing out tickets for people who shake hands. Is there, like... Is is that like somebody's job? Like you know how like they they have like a oh, meter yeah, but- made and they've got to check and see if you're parked illegally. Do they have like a handshake made? No, they have the police. 
doing this. The police in Canada are actually writing tickets to people for shaking hands. So, you know, there ain't no damn hope in Canada. Like, they're basically, like, literally, we're seeing them right now <laughs> turning into, like, Burgermeister Meisterburgers running the show. They went you know? from, uh, from America's hat to, like, America's... Like Russian hat. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, with, yeah. A, with a hammer and sickle on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Canada. And like, where where even are they finding these handshaking people? I don't know. Are they like hanging out like at, at, at like business meetings? You Just know, like- <laughs> in fucking Nazi Germany, in order to be like a rebel, you had to actually like do something heroic. Like you had to like shelter Jews or like speak out against the party. In Canada, all you have to do to be labeled a dangerous rebel, a criminal, shake somebody's hand. Yeah. Yeah, like that, like that guy, Chris Skye, he's like the, the, the biggest, he's like the number one most wanted criminal in Canada. What did he do? Well, he went grocery shopping. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, How dare you eat food? Yeah, he was going to go to a rally. He didn't actually go to it, but they know that if he did go to it, he wasn't going to have a mask on. Um... Canada, fuck you, Canada. Seriously, like we we built the the wall at the wrong place. We did. Like I mean, well, I, I'm not. I mean, I don't. I don't really want them coming up from Mexico well, we really either. Need, but when when, we, when Trump comes back, we need a second wall. Is what we're saying. We want more than one. wall. We need wall. as many walls as we can get. Yes. Like I, I saw the thing the other day where Paul Ryan was over speaking at the Reagan Library, talking about oh Reagan this, Reagan that, Trump bad. And yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Any monster looking bitch. But the one thing that Reagan definitely got wrong was when he told Gorbachev to tear down that wall. <laughs> this world needs more walls. This world needs to look like an office space with a bunch of cubicles. Every little tiny, every community needs to have walls. Yes. We need to bring back the walled cities like in the Middle Ages. Yes. I don't want to be around any of these motherfuckers. I, mean, I, I, want, <laughs> I want trebuchets. I want, I want moats with yes. crocodiles swimming in them. I want the whole damn thing. I don't even trust, I don't even trust them across the border in Georgia. Hell no. No, because you never know what's going to happen down there. You know, I, I don't even trust them in state. I don't trust them in Nashville. No. Fuck them. I, I want a I wall. Really I want a wall around this house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, let's go to Michigan, why don't we? Okay. Um, so, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, um, who I, I just heard is finally, finally eligible to maybe get, um, maybe get recalled. Um, but before that happens, she's gonna party. Um, she was busted in a Facebook photo violating her own COVID orders. Now, to be fair, it's probably really easy for her to violate her own COVID orders. True. I mean, you use the bathroom <laughs> the wrong way and you're violating her COVID orders. Yeah, I mean, you can tell you can tell that Michigan's uh, pretty close to Canada because uh, it's it's another one of those little little Nazi states. Um, but yeah, she was she she went to a dive bar with like twelve of her friends. She has friends. That was my takeaway. Who the fuck hangs out with Gretchen fucking Whitmer? Honestly. I, I, you know, like, you know what? She doesn't have friends. I, I, I was I, gonna I, say they're flying monkeys. I, I figured it. <laughs> That's a good one. I just figured it out. These people aren't her friends. These are people who pretended to be her friends to trap her in like a faux pas. They like to called set her up. Yeah, they called her up. They're like Gretchen. Oh my god! Remember us? We went to high school together. 
Aw, oh, man, how you doing? Governor, wow, shucks, you don't say. Hey, we're doing a reunion. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, it's at Smokey's Dive Bar. Come on down. You were the most popular girl in school. We can't have a reunion without you. And she bought it hook, line, and So it was like the taming of the shrew? Basically. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah I was thinking more Carrie, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, it's like an 80s movie. Oh, Gretchen, you're so hot and cool now. I don't know why nobody liked you before. But we we just want to hang out with you. Just come just come on, down to a down to a Lansing dive bar, <laughs> a, a dive bar of all fucking places. Like I mean, you're the. This you're, has to have been like an '80s movie trope. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense any other way. And then they all laugh at her, and they fucking throw a beer on her, and they right. they tell her she's an ugly, crazy witch. Exactly. <sighs> I mean, I just honestly, think, that does sound like fun. Yeah, I, good on you. I, I, it was probably just her staff. Mm. Really, it's, just like, it's probably that guy that got a. Remember that guy a couple weeks ago, the 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 Michigan State Congressman, the the black dude that got arrested. Oh for yeah, drunk yeah, driving. yeah, Gretchen, which is my homie. Yeah, big Gretchen, my homie. And he's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know he likes to hang out at the bar. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I just love how, how California and Ohio they're putting their citizens in a lottery to win like millions of dollars. Um, for for the COVID vax thing, mm-hmm. New York is giving away like playoff NBA tickets. I mean, even New Jersey is trying. It's pathetic and weird. <laughs> but I mean, they think that they're giving away a big prize. They're like, hey, dinner with the governor. That's got to be worth something. Uh, I mean, you, Big Gretch, take a page out of their book. Spin this. Everybody in Michigan who gets their COVID shot, they get put in a drawing. To go close down the bar with you. Doesn't that sound like fun? Uh, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> no, it really does not. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, it doesn't. All right, well, we got a call anyway coming in on, uh, on line one. And, um, well, I'm not surprised to see that. Oh, actually, I thought this was a missionary code. This is not a missionary code. What is it? Um, no, this is, uh, this looks Oregon. Oh, okay. Um, well, shit, I guess we better take it. All right. All right. Uh, area code 503. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yo, 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 yo. What up? What up? This dumping from Stumptown. You know what time it is? <laughs> what? You, you know what time it is? Uh, 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 yo, yo, yo. Let me check my Rolex. Let me check my Rolex. Let's see. It's about 503 player because I'm calling from Portland. <laughs> what up? Hi, yeah, um, if you had a watch, why the hell were you asking me the time? Yo, nah, come on, come on, yo, yo, hey, listen, listen, that ain't what I'm talking about, that ain't what I'm talking about, you know, sometimes we gotta talk cold, yeah, 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 I talk a little certain way on the phone, so, the, you know, so the feds don't know what you mean, you know what I'm saying? I think you do, I um, think you do, I don't, don't be moving weight, you know what I mean? No. Stumpy, Stumpy got that product. Um, okay. Stumpy, 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 Stumpy be making money in the streets. I don't tell the IRS neither. You, you know what I mean, right? No, come on. No, I mean, yo, yo, I could my dabble. I could my dabble. But, yo, that ain't my rabble. Stumpy make money slanging. You know what slanging is, right? Oh, you're a drug dealer. Okay. Yeah, I got to feed the peeps. I got to give them something to eat that they don't put in their mouth. They just, you know, they might roll it up 
they might they might shoot it up. I don't care, you know. I just gotta give them fees what they need. That's what I do. Well, that's what I do. Doing the Lord's work, uh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 cool though because here in Portland, you know, nobody really mind. Nobody really mind. You know, that's just some Portland shit. You know, so I was just guilty for the benefit of y'all people's. I was keeping it on the DL, but now you know for real. All right, all right. So I'll, I come. I want to talk and, and call because um, you was talking about um, how the people in New Jersey and the people in uh, I think some other places, maybe Ohio, maybe Michigan. Mm-hmm. You say that if somebody gets that gets the COVID shot, they're giving it away, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they giving all kinds of stuff away. What kind of stuff they giving away? Oh God, uh, Stumpy. Uh, I mean, anything you can think of, really. I mean, if you want to get uh, dinner with the governor, if you want to get uh, you know NBA tickets, if you want to get um, lottery tickets. If it ain't the Blazers, nobody wants that shit. Nobody wants. It. Look, I'm doing the same thing. It was my idea, though. I came up with it first. So they all need to give me a little of that squilla or something because Stumpy was the first one to get bumpy when it comes to the vax. You know what I mean? No, I, I have think no you idea do. What you mean? Can you speak English? I think you do. Stumpy, so 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 Stumpy, Stumpy, that's me. I'm Stumpy. I so know. what I do is, yeah, I, I hook I hook the people's up if they get their shot because I want everybody to I want everybody to, to not get sick from this you know the, the COVID is serious you know that that might could take you out well, I don't want that drugs, for you Stumpy no no man I, I, I help people get well I don't make them sick I make them get well how am I gonna make them get well if they sick with that COVID-19 do the math. I think you can. I think you can. Addiction See what is I'm getting an illness, at? and it kills people, Stumpy. That's that's right. That's right. The COVID nineteen might kill you, so you gotta get your vaccine. Stumpy wants you to get your vaccine. The vaccine so is I, killing people, Stumpy. No, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. That's crazy talk. Did so you get your vaccine? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Stumpy don't believe that that crazy uh that that's that's that Clyde Lewis shit. I don't believe that. What Stumpy tells people, all my fiends, I, I hit him up. I hit him up. I say, yo, tub sacks for the Ronavax. You oh hear me? My God. I yeah. I'm 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 slanging them. For free, I'm, you know, even if you ain't a customer, it's all, I want you to be safe. So I'm giving a balloon full of that, you know, full of that top. You know, I, I say, you know, I, I just looked up to the sky. It's looking cloudy with a chance of hitting around you, dig? Jesus, stop. this is sick. That means it's falling from the sky. That means it's free. I'm giving you the hair round if you show me that you got the vaccine. Because I want you to be safe. I don't want you to get sick from that COVID. So if you get the shot, I'm going to give you something to you can put in your other arm. Okay. And that's what Stump is doing for the community. Jesus, Stumpy, I don't think you're helping the community at all. What do you mean? 
Well, I think you're actually hurting your community in many ways. I think you're encouraging them to get an experimental vaccine. You're encouraging them to do drugs. Like, yeah, that's right. So far, so far, I'm giving away 45 balloons of heroin for people to get the vax. I'm I'm encouraging people to get their shots and then I'm giving them some other kind of shots. <laughs> and and, and it, it's a win-win because I keep them feeling good. I keep them feeling safe. And then guess what? They always come back. They always come back. They always come back for another sack. <laughs> oh, that was... Hey, hey, that was kind of fresh. You got to give me some credit. That was fresh. That was kind of like a, that was like some MCABC. Or some, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What the hell's that? Oh, shit. Oh, that's just some of that Portland shit. Whoa. Hey, I got gotta go. It's popping off. Stumpy gotta go. Well, it doesn't get trashier than that, does it? And, you know, well, the funny thing is I think it's legal. I mean, are you allowed to sell sell crack and heroin and stuff in in Oregon? I mean, basically. Yeah, I mean, what else are they going to start giving away? I mean, I'd love to see some folks out in Compton, California, giving out you know free orange and grape soda, maybe. I thought you were going to say something else. Like, <laughs> how about like a free a uh, free AK? Oh Jesus! Free Uzi. Um, jeez. Anyway, uh, speaking of um, speaking of marketing. We've got a commercial. Okay. Let's go ahead and pull that up. Sounds good. Coming this summer from Glamour Shot Books, it's the powerful new autobiography that's too big for your coffee table, but too hot to hold. From DQ to GQ, it's the story of one man's journey from a 400-pound slob to a $400 million fitness model. How did Anderson McKenzie put down the fork and pick up his life? Find out in From DQ to GQ, and he will shake your world. Hey there, my name's Anderson McKenzie. But you already knew that. <laughs> you know, I didn't always look this good. I literally had to work my ass off in the gym. <laughs> and, and I did it in less than one year. And in my new book, learn how you can too. <laughs> Coming this summer to Amazon and booksellers all across America and the whole wide world. One of the worst commercials I've ever heard on this show. Yeah, so. I think we're going to have that guy that wrote this book on next week. The, wow. the publishing house actually reached out to Like, usually the people that do these commercials are, like, degenerates and weirdos. And sorry if you're a sponsor, but, I mean, I'm speaking truth here. Yeah. You're fucking weird people. Yes. But, I mean, this is like a... I mean, I haven't read it. It's, it's not out yet. But I guess it's like an inspiring story. The guy was really overweight. He worked hard. Now he's he's some kind of model, and this is his life journey, and and uh, he wants to be on our show. So 
Love it. Though I have to wonder how he got the uh, rights to use DQ in his uh, turn it around weight loss story. But he can stand for anything, right? I I don't know. Maybe he used to work there. I'm assuming he's just eat there all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, that can't be healthy. But uh, we'll find out uh, next week or whenever we get him on. I think that I think that'd be great. Cool. Um. Anyway, um, moving on to the last the last segment here. So yesterday, of course was Memorial Day. That's the day when we honor our fallen war heroes. Oh, um, come on. Well, According to the president, it's just the day where we enjoy a long weekend and eat some ice cream. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. You know, check out some uh, check out some 10-year-old's gams. Uh, <laughs> well, many people don't know this, uh, but we actually might have... Uh, we, we overlooked a very deserving hero yesterday. You um, mean the military? Well... Yeah, we, we, we forgot someone. We didn't give her the recognition that she earned through her own sacrifice. Um, on, back in January this year, of course, January 6th. Uh, no, I'm not talking about Ashley Babbitt. I'm talking about AOC. What? Well, she basically died on January 6th. Just ask her. I wouldn't do that because she's fucking insane. Uh, yeah, she is. Um, so. <laughs> I had to set it up that way. So AOC, uh, she made the headlines last week uh, announcing to everybody that she's in therapy after the Capitol riot, uh, saying that um, <laughs> she that she and other members of the squad and, and Pelosi and the rest of those idiots, they effectively served in a war. Um, they, oh, really? Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> You thought that Kamala had a bad take around Memorial Day. Jesus um, Christ! No, so she said that the, the protest, and that's what it was, a protest, she said that it was an all-out coup um, and that she needed to take some time to recognize trauma because um, they, you know, they almost killed it. She, she almost died in, in, a, in, a ba- in the battle of the Capitol. Look, I mean, I have no doubt whatsoever that she may actually be traumatized. But what you have to understand is that trauma is subjective. So, like, for instance, you could spill orange juice and I could say it was traumatic. Like, just because you're crazy doesn't mean that you effectively served in war. (laughs) What if I spilled orange juice and you weren't even in the same state? I mean... Because if you remember, AOC, well, she was she was in, in D.C., but she was in a building, like, several blocks away <laughs> when this happened. She thinks we forgot. The, it was a pretty big deal when this came out back in January. Oh. And, and that other fucking crazy friend of hers, uh, Tlaib, she was in Michigan when this happened. Yeah. And there... <laughs> so not only was this, like, I mean, I guess maybe you can call it a riot. It wasn't violent. It was old ladies walking, walking in an orderly fashion and taking selfies and like shaking hands with the guards. I mean, I thought <laughs> stolen valor was a crime, but apparently, if you just like saw the twin towers go down on the news on nine eleven, you're basically a war hero. I mean, you know, you survived Hiroshima. Jesus. I mean, if we're, if we're going to take it to that extreme, I mean, she saw a pretty rowdy protest happening across the uh, across town. Now, granted, it was in her workplace, but she wasn't there, and um, the only person that was killed was killed by one of their people. Yep. So well, yeah. So basically, so, a war yeah, zone. Good, good job, AOC. 
Good job. Speaking of freaking war zones, there was a uh, pretty shocking event caught on camera by a news crew uh, last week. Um, there was a George Floyd memorial in progress at the uh, George Floyd Square. Um, and a news reporter was, you know, reporting on how it was a happy scene. It was a celebratory scene. Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. Yeah. People were coming together. And uh, right in the middle of the broadcast, there was a drive-by shooting. And everybody had to take cover because they were being shot at. Just a little casual drive-by. Yes, as, and that, that's, that's what Minnesota's known See, for that's, now. That's a peaceful celebration. A protest that gets a little out of hand. That's a war zone. I just love Welcome that... Welcome to liberal America. Yeah, I, I just love that, that what they've done with the place. I mean, boy, Minnesota's changed. It has changed. It um. has. And you know, <laughs> one place that hasn't changed is Atlanta. So, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, the mayoral candidate who actually voted to defund the police in Atlanta... Oh, okay. that's, that's a great idea. Great idea. His name is Antonio <laughs> Brown. He's an Atlanta councilman who ran for mayor. He voted to sequester $73 million from the city's department, uh, police department budget. Um, well, the other day, he was um, pulling up uh, to speak to a fellow community leader and uh, parked his car, um, which was a white Mercedes coupe. So, you know, very, uh, very communist. You drive him. that in Atlanta, you're either a drug dealer, a rapper, or a member of BLM, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so he pulled up, parked his car, and uh, right away uh, was carjacked. Did he call the cops? You know, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Because, you know, if he did call the cops, <laughs> um, you know, those kids who carjacked him would have surely been shot. Except he did call the police department, and nobody was shot. And the police that showed up, as far as we can tell in pictures, were black, so... Yeah, they're in Atlanta. Yeah. I just I just love how stupid these fucking people are. Honestly. Like, I mean... I, I, honestly, I wish that, uh, I wish that there was nobody there to come and that they'd fucking ran him over. That would, that would be very, that would be poetic justice. Imagine showing up to, like, imagine you're that police officer and you get the call. And you recognize him. And you show up and you see, oh, you're the motherfucker that wants to put me out of a job. And your car got stolen. Wow. I mean, I... Ooh, we're going to work really hard on we're this gonna, one. We're going to recover your car, sir. Let, let's see if we've got the resources. I don't I don't know if we can uh, devote the manpower. Because, you know, people keep getting shot around here. Thanks oh to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just like um, at the, the thing, the George Floyd thing, all the reporters there. So there was one... I saw the video where the drive-by happened. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, what's happening? And everyone was like, it's a drive-by, motherfucker. This George Floyd Square. <laughs> <laughs> happens every day, bitch. Man, what, what you doing what you here? It was fireworks. <laughs> yes. Um, but like, there was all kinds of other shit that was happening. Like, uh, one reporter got like their phone jacked from them. Um, a- another reporter got like robbed at gunpoint. Um, like, they're they're all getting hassled if they're if they're not black. It just and- goes to show that if you take the police away and let the people govern themselves. The country turns into a lawless hellhole run by violent criminals. I mean, Dave Chappelle told you all this is going to happen fucking 20 years ago. You guys didn't see the Chappelle show? Remember <laughs> remember when they had the deal where they did a... Where, where they had reparations and then the entire country went to hell like the next day. Like immediately everybody got their money and they're like, rich, bitch! Oh, and they're just shooting guns off in the air and fucking like, you know, robbing footlockers. I mean, hate to say it, but... uh yeah, Chappelle Show called it. 
Yep. There's a reason that man ran off to Africa. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I've seen too much. I've seen too much. I know how my I, I know what my country's capable of, and I don't like it. <laughs> um, anyway, all of this, of course, is the result of one thing and one thing only. What's that? Uh, well, white supremacy, of course. You know, I really thought you were going to say, like, liberals. <laughs> well, according to a, uh, a critical race theory professor at the University of Colorado, um, probably some other lunatics, too, um, every single one of these crimes that's committed by black people, well, it's actually because of white people. Huh. Um, so, you know, all of these attacks that we're seeing where there's black people beating and robbing an Asian person or all of these like race beatings or all of these robbings or all these shootings. Um, the reason that, uh, the reason that he's saying it's happening is, uh, let me just read his quote. It's fucking insane. Quote, white supremacy is an ideology, a pattern of values and beliefs that are ingrained in nearly every system and institution in the U S um, so anti-Asian racism, it's got the same source as anti-black racism. It's, it's white supremacy because when, when a black person attacks an Asian person, the encounter is fueled by racism and specifically by white supremacy. White supremacy does not require a white person to perpetuate it. Really? Because it seems to me... That's a lot of words for like... I mean, I think, you know, have you ever heard of that law that, uh, I forget what it's called, but there's like a law that says that the simplest explanation is usually the best explanation. Have right. you heard that one? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're right. talking about. So the simplest explanation is the best explanation. It seems to me like the simplest explanation is that these crimes are caused by criminals. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... A racist. And, and well, and it, it seems like when you, when you start taking away all of their agency and, and all of their responsibility, it it's, seems like it's going to encourage more of them. Like, yeah, look, look, sir. Anything that you do is not actually your fault. It's your neighbor's fault. So you're basically free to rob, rape, and steal. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that? <sighs> But yeah, I, I just thought that I don't want to talk about this more on any more. Okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on the subject of institutional insanity, though, because there is a uh, UMass professor, University of Massachusetts, who is seriously arguing that universities are right wing institutions. Oh yeah, like that that Colorado professor sounded like a right winger. Yeah, he really did, <laughs> didn't he? Uh, this uh. Pre- uh Assistant Professor of History at UMass. His name is Ashish Kapoor Siddiq. Uh, really sounds like a conservative there. Um, says that the modern American university is a right-wing institution and the right's dominance of academia and its reign over universities is destroying higher education. And the only way to save the American university is for students and professors to take back control of campuses. Okay, so I, I think I figured it out. Okay. So, I mean, uh, the scales have fallen away from my eyes. So the black dude that's robbing and, and stealing and, and, and stealing the, the shoes from the Foot Locker over there, burning down the neighborhood, wearing the Black Lives Matter t-shirt, actually a white skinhead and a member of the Aryan Nation. And the communist that's preaching about this over at fucking Harvard, yeah... That's actually 
Fucking Jordan Peterson. I, yeah. I figured it all out. I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Like, I don't understand how, if, if, if universities were run by conservatives, don't you think more of its graduates would have jobs? <laughs> don't, don't you think that, that universities would have a fucking purpose? I mean, really? Well, what, what was this guy's, uh, what, what was this guy's title again? Assistant was a, a, Professor of History. History. All right. Well, at least that's something that has a that, that there's a reason to teach. He's probably not actually teaching history. It doesn't no, seem like it. No, he's probably teaching a rewritten version of yeah. history. I mean, every time we have an, a, an article about a university, it's just increasingly more stupid. And yet, every year, people pay more money, or at least they say they're going to pay more money. What the hell <laughs> would a liberal university look like to this man? Because it seems to me that liber- that universities right now involve nothing but. Gender queer, pink haired, um, you know, criminals who burn down cities in their off time in the name of protests. Um, it seems like they're probably, just probably like a literal communist re education camp. Studying like, yeah, now, basket now it's weaving balanced. and fucking going on <laughs> unemployment after graduation. But apparently, yeah, you're right. It's probably like he wants like a communist China, like a CCP level fucking yeah, boarding school. Yeah, it has to actually be like, you know, they, they, they have to just be saying it all out loud. There's too much individualism in these universities, <laughs> is what we're saying. There's too much freedom. It's burn burn down all of the universities. If if you're gonna do anything like all these Antifa people, all these BLM don't people, tell if you people want to commit crimes on our no show. no, I don't think you heard. I said BLM and Antifa. Mm. They don't commit crimes. They protest. fight. They protest. They fight for justice. So do that at these fucking universities <laughs> because they're right wing institutions. That's right. That's where the Nazis are. There they are. The, the professor has spoketh. <laughs> oh my god! This is this. Segments going off the rails, but yeah. while we're being stupid, um, let's talk about the Muppets. So, uh, what so, the hell could yeah. the Muppets have possibly done oh, to deserve well. being on our show? Well, uh, let's find out. So, the Jim Henson Company um, is doing an inclusive puppeteering workshop. Um, they're looking for some new people to stick their hands up Kermit's backside and, and make him talk. Um, I so, mean, I guess that's a dream career for a very specific type of people. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it would be, if, if you're, you know, if, if you're trying to get into that that type of entertainment, yeah. it seems like a really big opportunity. Jim Henson um, company, they, they put out a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. not just the Muppets. I think they were involved in, like, Star Wars. And I, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fringe number of people who are really into puppetry. I mean, didn't we all know one kid growing up who tried ventriloquism and was, like, <laughs> oddly into it? I mean, you know, what are they going to do for career? Well, there you go. So um, so this is a huge opportunity to, to get in with the best. So they're doing an audition announcement, and they're currently seeking, um, let's see, I'll just read it here, members of the LGBTQ plus community, mm. people of color, and women of all cultural backgrounds. Rounds. Interesting. That's, 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 that's it? That's it, yeah. Huh. So, <laughs> it seems like they're missing something. Seems like they're they're looking for everybody in America as long as they're not straight and white and male. Huh. Well. I mean, for one, that's that really doesn't seem like the most relevant information when trying to Hire somebody for a job. I mean, I thought for sure that that was illegal. Well, 
<laughs> I mean, excluding on so the basis perfectly of... perfectly legal these days. I thought it was, you know, excluding on the basis of race, uh, ethnicity, uh, sexual orientation. I mean, isn't that pretty damn illegal? Don't we all take the frickin' webinars once a year on... And how is this an audition announcement? Like, like, what's the audition? You just walk in the room and they're like, they just like hold up a piece of paper and make sure that you're not like lighter than the than the than the the, the sheet of the paper. Do you need to have talent? <laughs> no. Do you need to have experience? Hell no. Do you need to have the right skin color? Yes, yes, you do. And if you don't, well, you better start sucking some dicks. <laughs> <laughs> This is the world we live in. This is progress, folks. Yeah. Well, at this point, I'm glad that we've got another call coming in because I, I can't go I, uh, any farther with this shit. I can't either, but I can't take another phone call, so you're going to have to deal with well, it. I mean, I mean, we had such great people so far. We had the drug dealer. We had the, the pro wrestler. I, Please. Take your, take your chance. Roll Please. the dice. No. All right. All right. So I'll take it. All right. Oh, shit. All right. Here <laughs> California area code. <laughs> All right, uh, area code 408. You're on with uh, War on Morons, and um, you're going to be closing out the show. Um, so state your name and where you're calling from. Yes, hello. This is Penelope Croxton, and I'm calling in to introduce uh, the latest FNN Kids special. You were just talking about Jim Henson. Well, he's old news. We've got something uh, even set up for the children. Penelope, I don't, for, for one, I don't know why... Your your network is producing content for children. Every single thing that you guys put out that's for children has been really disturbing. Like you get that right? That's your take on it because you're a bigot. Well, here at FNN, we are progressive and we are giving children an educational content that is uh, making them better citizens for the future of our world. Like the farmer guy that, that that's eating people, that's chopping up. Ch- chopping people up and 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 processing them as sausages, or or, or that that deranged clown that's uh the the the, the drain. What, what the fuck was he doing last time? Some kind of crazy racism gag? Like what is wrong with you people? You know, it's funny you should mention him because uh, Doctor Ding Dong is actually making a glorious return to FLN with our latest special. It's called Doctor Ding Dong's African Jungle Safari, and uh, so. I wanted to give you a call and uh, have you play a preview uh, for your viewers because I'm sure they will enjoy it and uh, check it out on FNN. Uh, would you play it for us? Uh, you know, I really don't think that's a good idea. Every single time play we played it. it. All right, Penelope, I'll, we'll, we'll play it. We'll play it just just because I just for the just for the content. So you, here, here, here you, you go. Whatever you have to say to make yourself sleep at night, play the content. All right, here we go. Hey, boys and girls, it's me, Very Helpful, the talking teddy bear. <laughs> Guess what? It's almost time. He's almost here. Are you ready? Uh, he's ready to see you. Uh, okay, 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 no more waiting. Uh, I'm going to ring the doorbell now, okay? Ding Dong 
Disneyland. It feels like it's been ages and ages since the last time we all got to have a little bit of playtime, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, it's been so long, I hardly even recognize you kiddos. But Dr. Ding Dong, uh, Dr. Ding Dong, me and the kiddos think you look different too. Is that right, Barry Helpful? <laughs> is it my hair? Oh, maybe it's because I'm wearing this big old hat. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> yeah, that, that sure is a funny hat, Dr. Ding Dong. <laughs> what is it? Oh, this isn't just any old hat, very helpful. This is a piss helmet. A, a piss helmet? No. <laughs> no, piss. Piff. P-I-T-H. It's what all us great explorers wear, you know, to protect our head when we're on a safari adventure. Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Does that mean we're going to go on an adventure, Dr. Ding Dong? Uh, uh, where's my pith helmet? Well, uh, before I answer that one, very helpful, uh, we've got to talk about our word of the day. Do you know what it is? It's racial equity. Of course it is. Jesus Ra racial equity. What's that? Well, you see, my fuzzy little friend, <laughs> racial equity is the reason I was late to come to Ding Dong Land today. <laughs> I, I had to sit through a three-hour-long meeting with the network, <laughs> getting yelled at because the Dr. Ding Dong and Very Helpful Show doesn't have enough racial equity in it. What are you talking about? Do you know how long three hours is? But I, I, I still don't understand. Um, why, why, did, why did you have to? Because the head of the network said that you and me are white supremacists. You know why? Uh, Dr. Ding Dong, I, I don't know. What's a white supremacy? You know what it means, very helpful. You're as white as a bedsheet. I, I'm, a, I'm a teddy bear. That, That's just my fur. <laughs> I'm sorry, my little buddy. But this was the only way. <laughs> you know, it's either sacrifice you or lose my time slot. On the air forever! <laughs> 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 Alright, kiddos, now that that's out of the way, are you ready for our big safari adventure? You see, racial equity means I've got to replace that white-powered teddy bear with a brand new sidekick who's got more racialness in him. <laughs> you know, one who's a few shades darker, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so the reason we're going on a safari is we're going to go to the dark continent of Black Africa, and, and we're going to find us a, a cuddly little creature right there in the jungle and bring him back to Ding Dong Land. <laughs> what, what do you think? You, you think that'll make those suits at the network happy? <laughs> it's like a 
could be killed very helpful. <laughs> and we'll replace him with the black guy. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll find a, a rabbit, a black rabbit bouncing around the Congo. <laughs> we can call him Jungle Bunny. Come on, don't. That's it. That's that's enough, Penelope. What? That whole thing was that whole thing was just so we could use a racial slur on a kids show. I don't I don't think there was any racial slur. I mean, yeah, because I cut it off. I cut I cut it off right when he was the. So so he's he's replacing the teddy bear that he murdered in front of the children with a character called Jungle Bunny. I mean, come on, you're an adult. it's a teddy bear. It's real. It's a fictional character. For God's it, it sake. Looked like, it looked like a, a, it was from a little Sambo cartoon. It, <laughs> it had blackface, for Christ's sake. That, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exactly one to, to, to cry offense, but I mean, I, I thought you guys were supposed to be the, uh, the, the, the multicultural channel. Very much on the multicultural channel. Thank you very much. And if you had let that segment play through to the end, you would have seen the moral of the story. But I guess we'll just say that for our viewers. So I'm sure that there are some folks in your audience who will appreciate the type of culturally sensitive and racially diverse content we're putting out at FNN. And uh, if that's the case, you'll be sure to check out the Doctor Ding Dong's uh, Jungle Safari Adventure. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. If, if you want your kids to watch uh, a, a murderous clown um, in a, a, a jungle minstrel show, um, FNN Kids is the network for you. I can't imagine. Why did you let it go on that long? Well, I, I mean, I was I was kind of really curious to see, you know, what. I wanted to meet the new character. That was character. the most horrifying thing I've ever heard from Dr. Ding Dong. Well, maybe besides kill your parents in their sleep. Yeah, I mean, he only killed a stuffed animal this time. I can't. And when you think about the uh, the amount of murders he's committed on that kid's show. The day that I sympathized with very fucking helpful, the demonic teddy bear, <laughs> I didn't think it would come. Well, there's a there's a first for everything. Apparently. Um... <laughs> I just can't wait till the next time we we, we see these uh, these guys. I can. Um, I I could wait. I mean, <laughs> anytime we see them again, it's going to be too soon. All right. Well, this was a fun show, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will see you next week on some platforms. Hopefully, uh, for I believe it's episode eighty four, right? Um, I think you're yeah. right. That sounds right. That seems like a milestone. So we'll have some fun next week. Have a good day.